0: Yes, sir. And welcome to the Road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, it's about the journey. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Road to Damascus. I'm your host, Brock Hendricks. And before I introduce my co-host, I just want to do what I do every week, tell you how you can be a part of the show. You can reach out to us at Twitter as well as Instagram at Road to Damascus. That's Road, the number two, Damascus. As well as you can email us at road to damascus at iCloud.com. That's road the number two. Damascus at iCloud.com. We would love any ideas, any feedback, anything that you guys want to talk to us about the show, um, let us know. And with that being said, let me go ahead and introduce my co-host for today. We got a full house today. It makes my heart proud. So I'm first gonna introduce the ladies. Let me first say what's up to low What's up, low How you doing? Hey, well. Okay, okay. And then I'm gonna introduce the one and the only, the rabbi Shonda. Hey Shonda, how are you?
1: What's up, everybody?
0: All right, all right, all right. And joining us for two shows in a row. Man, two in a row. Say hello to the one and only Vince. What up, V? Good to see you, good to see you, and the person who always makes the, sh- the show go with me, who stirs the soup, my main man to the left, what up Steph, what up dog, no. <laughs> I want to thank you all for uh, joining me today, helping me navigate this ship, so uh, this week was a topic that uh, our distinguished rabbi brought to us, so I'll go ahead and let her uh, start us off.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: <laughs> I like how you slammed the pen down. Yeah, this is about that? to be serious.
1: You know, this this subject is really important to me, and it's um, are you offended or just unhealed? Now, this is important to me because there are so many people just strolling around through the dancery, blaming everybody for everything, and have other people tiptoeing and afraid to tell the truth because they are abiding in what they call offense. They're always offended. Now, offense is an act. Offended is a choice. My problem with that is if I say something to you and you are triggered, the goal is for you to heal up that soft spot so that you can accept the truth. I think people use offense as a reason to not be accountable to healing because healing is an act of the will. Okay. Okay. So as we get deeper into it, we're going to talk about some things because I got an example for y'all that I think is going to help us drive this home a little bit.
0: All right. No, I I appreciate that. So I'm going to go to the other lady who joins us. Lolo, what do you think about that so far?
1: Come through, Lolo.
2: I absolutely (laughs) agree with Sonda. And I am the biggest advocate of saying, get out your feelings. It is not that serious. Like it may be. It may be hard, but like Chanda said, people don't want to heal because healing takes work. You actually have to do something to heal. So if you want to, you want to live in that offense because it's easy. It's easy to walk around and say, well, they did this, they said this, and I don't like it. But once you have to start pulling the stuff out the bag to heal, that takes work. And a lot of people don't want to do the work.
0: It was it's one of those things that it's easier to just be offended than to do the work. Yes. What do you think, V?
3: What if you intentionally offend because you know a person is not healed in that area?
0: Well, that's a different conversation right there. No, I
3: mean, I'm just playing the devil's advocate.
0: Oh, okay. So you're taking mine from last so, show. You're, no, gonna take, you're gonna take? going to take my
3: match. No, of course, because it's some people that they say whatever, but they know it's going to offend you. OK, because they know that in this area that you're not healed, that you won't be able to take. OK, so they try to
0: get up under your skin. But then what Shonda said is, it's your job to work towards your own healing? Like you, you being offended is on you. So but is it your is it your job to tell me when
3: I'm supposed to be healed?
0: No, no, it's never anybody's job to tell anybody when to be healed. So,
3: so you're allowed to keep offed- keep offending me.
0: Well, no, but that because now you're just living in the offense, right? And and to continue to live in the offense is on you because you don't want to do the work of getting healed.
3: True, you are.
0: So, but that that that's about to be another discussion, <laughs> but we'll come back to that. Go ahead, Steph. Hit him with some knowledge. Knowledge, <laughs> bone. What's the science?
4: Man, if you can't talk about it, can't think about it, don't want to discuss it, you're unhealed, period. So, it's, it's an offense. There you go. It's an offense. It's not an actual offense of somebody else. It is something that you haven't faced. So, you got to face those things to where you're no longer offended by it, and you can get through it. So, yes, you're unhealed. An offense is something completely different. And I'm
0: pretty sure Shonda's going to respond upon that because she (laughs) got some things they already know. Well, well, I'll, I'll just say, I think that, um, and we'll dig a little deeper even to this, but I think that we have not given people the space to heal. That we have not allowed people to be in a space to heal. We don't, because when you are not healed yourself, it's hard for you to teach or tell other people how to become healed. And I think a lot of damaged people are, as Shonda would like to say, are reproducing after their own kind. Because if I am one who is hurt and have not um, repaired some offenses that have been done to me or not allow some things to heal, I am then going to reproduce that in other people where the things that they aren't healed in, they won't become healed. So I think that can even be a bigger issue with it is we have to allow people the space to be healed and teach people what healing looks like. So, um, but go ahead, Shonda, continue and expound for us, please.
1: I think that if, if we want healing, it's our responsibility to walk away from what's making us sick in the first place and then do the work of repair. This is the example and I'm going to use a true example. So if the people involved are listening, God bless you, and I hope you have healed up. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, on a, I was on a call. Okay. We were on a Zoom call. And I made a comment about um, a person who showed up to the call with the bonnet on like they were going to bed. Okay. Okay. First of all, don't come into the room like that. Don't get yourself together. Presentation is important. But she showed up like that. And I just made a joke. I said, so, you were prepared to go to bed or prepared to come, you know, to the meeting? And everybody just chuckled it off, including her. On another call, a couple of weeks after that, same person shows up. I'm not there. A gentleman on the call made the same comment. Oh, I see you still, you know, came like you was ready to go to bed. And she called and said, you know what, I was slightly offended by the comment that you made.
0: So, she called you no, or no, she no. called the gentleman? She
1: called the gentleman. Okay. That she was offended uh, by the comment he made about her hair. So he in turn called me to see how should I address this situation? I said, well, let's just look at this situation for a moment. I made the comment everything was okay. You made the comment now she's offended. Sis is not offended. Sis is triggered. Because of something in her past where a man judged her based on how she looked and you have nurtured this thing and breastfed it and carried it with you all these years. So now a man can't say to you how you're showing up in the world um, is not how it should be at this point without you being offended. No, no, no. We need to go all the way back and heal that up. If you are offended because somebody made a statement about how you look, then you have accepted that offense. Clean it up. Change the way you look. See, that's something we can work on. If you don't like being called fat, lose weight. If you don't like, you know, what's going on with your skin, do the, make the adjustments so that you're not triggered every time you hear a comment. If I was, uh, offend, If I was offended every time somebody made a comment about fat, oh, my God, <laughs> I just wouldn't be able to function in the world. Mm-hmm. You have to heal what's hurting you or you're going to bleed on everybody in the room. You have to heal what's hurting you, or you'll paint the face of the person who hurt you on everybody that says something that touches that thing. You are not offended. You're unhealed.
0: All right. Well, she'll be here all wait, week. Don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses on the way out because she just dropped. I'm just no, I, I got oh. you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, oh, yeah. Before you go, V, go ahead, Law. Well,
2: first, the, I was on mute, so I kept saying, that's fact. That's <laughs> fact." The whole time, I was trying to massage it. But she is absolutely correct. Like y'all, y'all have heard the saying, "Hurt people, hurt people." Right? Yes. But it's 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 a cycle. It's a, it's an ongoing cycle. Like for me, for example, I'm gonna use me as an example. When I was growing up, I have three sisters, and I was always the like the shy one, right? So everybody used to be like, "Oh, she is so weird. She is so weird." But I wasn't weird. I was shy. So then, as I got older, I was shy because I felt like I had to be shy. You know, to protect myself, it was like a you know defensive mechanism type of thing. But as I grew up and people start saying it, you are you are so shy, you are so weird, and I'd be like, No, I'm not. You need to stop saying that. Don't tell me what I am. I was living in hurt, so it was coming off as offense. Could nobody tell me anything about what I was or we was fighting. period. And so it is is absolutely true. Until you heal and until you literally identify the source of the hurt, every time someone says something to you, even if it's close to that category, you are going to go crazy. And then you walk around with this chip on your shoulder. You walk around... And you say, well, this person did this, this person did that. But it's not even a person. It's that hurt that you've been living in for 20 years. And you don't even realize it or you haven't identified it. But then
3: on on the flip flip side, people get mad on how you heal.
0: What do you mean by that?
3: Just because if somebody offended you and now, you know, when they say something and it, it don't affect you the way. That they think it should affect you like you're healed, but you react to it differently now. So like, say, like say if like you said, user Zappo was fat, you used to get uh, uh, upset and you offended me, but now when you say somebody's fat, they call you a name back. I'm healed from it, but you just
1: might not, not about to disrespect me. If they call you a name back, they're not healed from. It. Mm.
2: Because that's a I defense bet, thing. No, you trying like, to defend yourself.
3: No, but. Ugh. I, me personally i can't agree i can't agree, agree agree with that you have some people that really don't don't care but just because you said it they just want to say something to you because uh, i mean some yeah. people just can't ignore everything
0: right no well, no no okay. no
3: no i
0: yeah no I, I believe that there are certain things that you can't ignore but i mean if somebody says something about your dad like if somebody cracks a dad joke and not knowing that your dad isn't around. Like in the black community, we crack mama jokes
3: yeah.
0: all the time. And somebody might say a mama joke and your, maybe your mom died when you were young or something like that. And the person doesn't know and you blow up. You haven't healed over the death or whatever issues you have with your mom where the person was intentionally making a joke. What what you're saying is is somebody that's malicious on purpose, Vince. Not all the time are people malicious on purpose. And even the example that Shonda gave, Shonda said that it was said as a joke by her. The person then said it again as a joke. And this person got offended, not because it wasn't true or anything, but now because it's coming out of the mouth of a man. Just like us as black people, right? We know black people. We use the N word. What up, my nigga? Whatever. Whatever. Is, is are you gonna have the same reaction if a white person says that to you?
1: Absolutely,
2: Absolutely not. not. <laughs> okay. I
0: mean, you understand what I'm saying?
3: Depend on how I say it.
2: Oh
0: no. Okay. No, That's I mean, a no. different kind of oh, no. <laughs> come on listen, now. Listen. Come on no, now. Listen, 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 no, listen, <laughs> okay, no, listen. No, listen, No, listen. No, listen.
3: This is just. Okay. This is just me. Okay. Because you have so many people that gave the Caucasian race the okay to say it because they hang around and they cert sur- they cert. Sur- circle okay. so i mean not not stuff like that just i mean it, it affects everybody different like it, it makes me it makes me me mad but i'm not about to try to ring your ring your your your, your neck because obviously you said it before you're not about to call me a nigger
0: oh you talking to the hard no no
2: no like i said they call it things are just disrespectful regardless. You, no, course, if you have it somebody, don't matter
0: Oh okay, okay. I, I'm even even with that. Okay, another example, and and women call for, for, yeah. For, for, for but I'm that. saying women call each other the B word.
3: Oh, I like that.
0: But if a man calls her the B word, the reaction will be totally a different. whole lot different.
3: Is that an area that they need to be healed from?
0: No. What I'm saying is, that some things is who is saying it and how they're saying it. What what we're talking about is just things that people aren't healed from because they've been hurt in that area and have not accepted any type of healing or ch- have chosen not to heal. Because when you get to know people, this goes back to judging the tree by the fruit of bear. When you get to notice somebody and talk to somebody, then you start to begin to be like, okay, I see how this person, okay, you not healed in that area. So, but Steph is <laughs> sitting over there. So we ain't going to cut Steph out. <laughs> Go ahead, Steph. <clears throat> All
4: right, I'll put it like this. Uh <clears throat> Uh, back in, uh, what, 2010, our brother passed, right? Absolutely. So after he passed, people would ask me, so what happened? How do you feel and all this? Don't ask me about my emotions. I didn't want, don't, don't I would get offended immediately. I was on tip. V, though, I was on tip. I didn't want to talk about it at all because I was not healed from it. Right. People constantly ask me questions about it. I'm like, man, I don't want to talk about that. I immediately get offended. I was triggered by it because of the fact that it was something that was
0: undone. And even when people said that Stefan was doing stuff because of the death of Jeremy, mm-hmm. you would get offended by it. I
4: would it. get offended for sure. Man, you doing that because of you got to work through. Man, hey, don't talk to me about that. I don't want to hear that. And it, it, it honestly was because I was unhealed in those areas, but I couldn't see that I needed healing because I didn't see the wound. As soon as I identified the wound, like Lolo had said, on finding out what that struggle is. And I think Shonda even reiterated that also. Finding out and figuring out what those issues are that you are offended by. Why are you offended by it? Not just what it is, but why. Kind of do some soul searching. I was I was offended by it because I wasn't, I didn't face it. You know, everybody else, some people face in that in that way, death differently. You know, it's different levels of it. I never faced it. So, for me, every single day was a struggle because I kept trying to avoid it. So, I prolonged my healing.
0: Right. I, I got um, an example. Okay.
3: All right. So, I was in this relationship for a couple of years.
0: You know okay. Know?
3: So, it, when it ended, it ended bad. You feel me? And I was hurt off that. You feel me? Like, I was messed up. And Steph... Be did, like, Steph probably only knew, like, for, for a minute, like, man, I ain't even going to ask you about because I know it, it, it get me hot. His brother Kyle, he was always just mess with me. him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, see, that's the intention. You no,
3: know, i like, man, this nigga playing with me, man. <laughs> and so everybody, like, I just, just if you just say, the, say say her name, you just get upset. You feel me? Because I wasn't healed from that. You know what I'm saying? It took a minute. What's up? What's up? But, 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 as time went on. I be cool. I'm 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 cool, but just in that in my he, in my healing, whatever. Some people don't like how I act now. I'm right. healed from it, but just I learn from it and I move differently. Well,
0: no, what I think what it is that's one of the things where people choose to keep you in yeah. your in your scene in your space where people don't want to see you come up. Right, and and those are people that you just need to. I mean, my thing is is when you are secure, and I know Lolo agree with this. When you are secure in your healing, folks say something that well, used to used to bother me, and it roll right off of me. And then you just look at them and you be like, "Oh, you thought that was going to offend me? Oh, I'm I'm over that, but thanks. You know, good luck. Okay, you know, God bless. I mean? <laughs> you you feel me, Lolo? Give that to <laughs> you. Know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no. So I mean, at the end of the day, because like I'll tell you something. When when I was growing up, I'm I'm the only child by my mom and my dad. But in my family, all my cousins' parents were married. So when we would do family reunions, have family get-togethers, I would see all of my cousins with their parents. I'm with my dad, with my stepmom. You see what I'm saying? So I felt some kind of way because this wasn't my mom. Not that I didn't love my stepmom or anything like that, but it was just... I wanted my mom and my dad to be together. Of so I felt some kind of way. So there were things that I would do. And at the time I was young, I didn't realize it because I was lashing out because I was upset that my parents were together. Even when I was younger, the way I treated my siblings was be- a certain way because my parents weren't together. But as I got older, I realized what the issues was. I was able to have an adult conversation with both my parents. And I remember all three of us went out to dinner together once so I could have some kind of closure. Not that I wanted them to be together at this point or anything like that, but it was just I needed that closure to help me finally heal. And I think what we have to do is we have to accept and see where we need to heal. Shonda has brought up before that when Adam and Adam and Eve didn't know they were naked because they saw themselves the way God saw them. They saw themselves from the inside out. But the minute that they sinned, they started to see themselves from the outside in. And what we have to do to heal is to begin to start to see ourselves again from the inside out to be able to examine in the areas that we need to be healed in so that we can be healed in them areas.
1: Yes, absolutely. That was good. You have to drop, drop some bombs. <laughs> <laughs> just some, oh, go ahead. I
3: mean, just a moment of tra- transparency. Just... Like me, I don't really try to offend people because I, I I don't like being a, a, a offended. So it's even with the strength of being bro. Like we, I went on a podcast off the show. One of the reasons why being bros and bro was in it, we was into it. Okay, he, he felt that I lied to him, but I kept some information just because
0: you didn't want to offend him. him, right?
3: You feel me? And I feel if I would have offended him because the area I know he wasn't healed in, that that that's my that's my that's my guy, right? You like, you know what I'm saying? That that that's that's my my guy. I, right. I, was, I was like I'd do anything. Right, to- yeah,
0: no, no. So what what Vince is talking about for people and I'll let y'all two talk about it, but Vince was here for the very first podcast uh-huh. and hadn't been back since. And a lot of it was because him and Stefan had a, a issue that they ran into. And it needed to be some healing that needed to take place on both of their ends. Now, I'll let them tell the rest of the story after that. But, you know, but that's neither here nor there. The show has been flowing. I love everybody in the way it's been going. And and, and, and it has grown the way it has.
4: Hey, but you know what, B? That's, that's actually a perfect example, though. Because V, his experience, he thought from his experience – he was sparing me, hurt, hurt, and from and your actually, experience, from my experience, he was offending me. Right. Yeah. I'm the kind of person you tell it to me straight.
0: You want it, you want it
4: straight. Don't, no chase. Yeah, don't, 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 don't chase it. I already know V. I'm at the. Nah, bro. Trust me, it's all good stuff like that. I'm gonna have to, you know, put a little, put a little razzle on it. Right. You no, know I me. Mean? Bro, tell me what's up because that's how you offend me, by not telling me. So, in that same regard, that's a perfect example of kind of what Sean is saying. And Lolo has said it, I'm pretty much right. we've all said it, different things offend different people. Just because uh, you think somebody needs to respond in a certain way, he probably thought I should have been grateful that he so-called
0: spared me. Right. No, nah. but you didn't see it that way. No, nah, I right. see it that way. And 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 and, see and, it and. But that's where lost in translation comes in. Lack of communication, um, you know. Go ahead, Sean.
1: I just wrote offenses can be rectified by truth. If not, then healing needs to take place. <laughs> <laughs> Unhealed people, people can't transition from blame to responsibility. When a person.
0: I'm sorry, I had to it's hit that okay. one. You're the you dropping them unhealed, nuggets.
1: It's your fault. You did this to me. You said this to me. They can't make the transition from blame to what's my responsibility to heal myself to the point where truth is not crushing me. People use offense as a wall to keep truth from exposing them. There is no way around the truth.
0: Hundred percent. 100%. So go ahead, Lolo. Go ahead. Lolo. over there saying facts. Go ahead, Lolo.
2: Yes. I, let me tell you something. Charlotte took the words right out of my mouth because I literally was sitting over here waiting patiently for my turn <laughs> to talk about <laughs> the responsibility piece. We want to put the responsibility on everybody else. We want to say, you did this. You said this. You offended me this way, but we never take any responsibility for the part that we play in. You cannot, you, you cannot be accountable for if someone offends you, but you definitely are responsible for your healing. You definitely are responsible for working through that offense. You can, if, if you don't take the responsibility, you are continue to give that person power over you. Y'all going to take your power back.
0: Yes. Okay, she nah, the okay, right there mouth. you go, Lolo. Yes. Go ahead, give you that, that Jamaican <laughs> air horn. No, I, I agree. Right, go ahead, Shani, you was about to say something.
1: I will, just to piggyback on what Lauren said, which is why I need you here.
0: <laughs> Lauren's remote today, but, but she she's with us, though. That's all that matters. Ain't am that with right, Lolo?
1: People use That's offense right. to hold other people hostage. And if you don't heal that up, there'll be a trail of carnage left of hurting people, who are repeating the cycle of hurt. And reproducing
0: after their own reproducing kind. Reproducing
1: after their kind. And that's what happens when you're not healed. You create the same experience of, of, of pain around you even though you're in a different situation because you're not healed. You just keep creating the same thing.
0: Well, let me... Go ahead, Stephanie. That one hit a
4: little <laughs> hole, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. You literally create the exact scenario right. of something that previously happened
1: that you didn't to a heal. present
4: issue because you are unhealed in something. Yep. You meet
0: your destiny
1: on the road you take to avoid it. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> Look at that.
0: But um, well, let me let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think some people don't want to heal and use it as a way of manipulation?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely
0: expound somebody go ahead who want to expound go ahead Lo.
2: absolutely because that is a way for you to always be in the like my dad used to tell me there are there are always takers and there are always givers right so that keeps you in the seat of a taker because if, if a person sees you and they say oh I know that they're Heard or, or they've been through this or they've been through that. They've been offended by this. This person said this. This person said that. What that does is that keeps you being able to be needy. So that keeps you in a place where okay, I, I may have to be gentle with this person. I may have to cater to this person. I may have to ignore this person's negative behavior because they've already been through this. No. We got to cut that out. But I think you
3: should know your audience. You you know what I'm saying cuz if you know who you talking to, you know what to say and what not to say. Because like like we say, um, you know somebody that's love God through how they love. Right. So love is what? I mean, love is truth. But like my old dude said like said, it's not sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But hey,
4: but I ain't about to pacify or somebody offense,
0: bro.
2: Exactly. For them trying to manipulate, That's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, somebody trying to manipulate. Yeah, I'm, me. I'm talking about somebody who who knows that something hurts them, bothers them, and they use that as a crutch to manipulate other people. Nah, no thanks. To to not to not treat them a certain way to 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 be able to cater to them where it's like. You know, like you got the moms who the the what we call them helicopter parents and all that other stuff, where the kids never mature because the mom is hovering hovering over them, over them and and come and,
2: here, baby. <laughs> right. No, that's not right. what we. Yeah, doing like little
0: exactly. yeah. Billy, little <laughs> Billy. I'm telling my mom, bro, you 22. What, <laughs> right. you, what
3: you telling? Me? What, you what you mean?
0: you telling your mom? Go ahead, fool. You look. Up.
3: No, you I thinking. mean just for example, like me. I ain't had a real relationship with my, with my old dude child I was 30 years old. Okay. And that's I'm on 31, and I'm talking about a real relationship with my old okay. dude. You know what I'm saying? I just, we just, in a way, just, I hate is a strong word, but we hate each other. Well,
0: I would say dislike, but I get what you're saying. So yeah.
3: I didn't have a conversation with him till I was 30 years old. So everything he would say to me, even if it was in a good spot, offended me. Like
0: but each, you were choosing to be in that
3: space, though.
0: Yeah. That,
2: that's what I was no, going to say. I choose, look,
3: but I chose to be in that space, but at the same time, <laughs> this is my old dude. You understand what I'm saying? I, I don't care how you spin it. Right. This is my old dude. Right. And some people, I don't care. I, you know what I'm saying? Who it is or what they say is, is just offensive. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like, it just, it just, like I said, like Lauren said, take your power back. So with me being 30 years old, I had to take my power back and have a conversation as a man.
0: Okay, so what what made you decide? Who who initiated having a conversation, you or him?
3: I'm going to be completely honest with you. I went to therapy for three months.
0: All right, no, that that's, I mean, don't say it like it's a bad no, thing. No, therapy I'm saying, is no, important.
3: Some, it's some, it's some, some Christians that think therapy is wacky. Well, I, mean, well, I mean, I'm yeah. not one of them. Right, you know, well,
0: so Shonda and me both do therapy. So
3: I went to therapy, and the lady just told me, "Have you had a real conversation with your dad?" And I had to think about it. Like, no, like I haven't told him how, how I feel. I haven't, you know. What and mean? so,
0: and and that's important. I I'm, I I'm, mean, I did the same thing with my dad. There were things that I had harbored towards him because of him not being married to my mom that I needed to talk to him about. Um and I didn't go need to go to therapy. I just realized that I needed to be not let a, mo- a molehill become a mountain. You get what I'm saying? But I just asked who decided to initiate the conversation because at that point, if it was you, you were deciding. I want to heal.
3: No, fact, no. That's that's and that's what, what that's Shonda exactly is. What, that's right. exactly what, what I did because you you get to a certain point where I can't keep living like this. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I can't be because. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, because when I had that conversation, it was literally like a weight off me at being thirty. You know hey. what I'm saying? Because people think that that hit, that that not being healed and that uh, offense, like it just weighs on you without you even knowing, and you carrying something that sometimes you it's like you become your norm, and you, and you you know you you get you get stronger per, per se but you're building a wall up that you don't even know.
0: Well, you're getting stronger because you're carrying this extra weight right. that you don't have to carry, but it's not really good strength. Right. It's, of course. It's, it's just that you're getting used to carrying this extra I'm weight. A,
3: I'm going to just put it on the flip side. Just, just because I had that conversation, is allowed me in other areas in my life to have those tough conversations.
1: That was the point. Uh, most offenses can be rectified just by a simple conversation where truth is you know what I mean? To have that conversation of, of truth with your dad healed a wound that you had been nursing for 30 years. So you were never offended. You were hurt. Of
3: course. But some, but like I said, even with timing, with, time, with, with, he, with healing is along with timing. Because it's, it, it, it's, it seems like I had to go through that to get to where I am right now.
0: Well, well, I, I would say if you would have never went to therapy, you might not have never, never addressed it. I'm not gonna say never, but it might have taken longer for you to address it. But what Shonda is saying, you basically that scenario was just basically everything Shonda yeah, you had actually
1: to... lived out for sure. The statement that I made, and, right. and time heals nothing, right? You know, it's it's a falsehood. Oh yeah, that, that 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 that's time. It didn't. Thirty years, you carried it. One conversation with the therapist, you healed it. It took you thirty years to, to make a move. I don't think the therapist healed it. I think no, it, no. you healed it. You healed, healed, healed it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah once healed. you had to – butt. But what Shonda is saying is is we've been raised to say time heals all wounds.
1: It doesn't. And or it sweep, doesn't or sweeping stuff up like, under the rug. Like
0: no, because if if if, if you don't if you don't get that wound treated and taken care of. It's going to get gangrenous, and you're going to have to cut that body part off. Yep. And a lot of times we don't understand that. And we just say things cause it sounds good. And we repeat things because we've been taught to repeat things where it's like, does that even make sense? Is that really relevant to what we're trying to say or trying to do? So I think, but the, what you just said V to me is a perfect example of what we've been trying to say and what Lauren said, because you were offended um, carrying this offense, but it wasn't really offended. You were just unhealed because of a relationship that you had with your dad because of the, him not being there the way you wanted to when you were growing up. Right? Sure. So, yeah, so you needed to address that. I had the same pain that I needed to address because Stephen's my brother. I love him to death. We didn't grow up in the same house, and I, there were things that my dad did or didn't do, that offended me that I needed to address. You get what I'm saying? Because I wasn't healed in certain areas. And I think it's important, even uh, separate from the ladies, but us as men to even talk about these as conversations because us as men are a lot of times unwilling to heal and just walk around in our offense and be offended by things instead of trying to heal and be a, a vulnerable enough to have these conversations because men, oh, I'm tough. Suck it up, Buttercup, or you'll be all right. We don't allow men to be emotional, to cry, to say "I love you," to have these conversations. So, j- just you saying that part, I appreciate because you were being vulnerable. So,
3: let, let me ask you this question though. So, say, like you said, offense is truth. I mean, you know, some people get offended with truth. Now, if you offend someone, and it, I mean, even though it's the it's the the truth, and you tell the person, tell them, like, "I'm offended." do you still think that you should apologize or, you know, I'm sorry that I offended you, but this is the truth? Or should you just let it go?
0: Wait, so rephrase that again. So you're asking. Say
3: say you're not healed.
0: Okay. And somebody said something to offend me. And
3: I said something. No, I didn't do it to offend
0: you. But you said something that I'm not healed. And you told me. More than likely, I'm going to confront you because I'm not healed in that area.
3: No, but I'm asking you. Say. He wants to know should you apologize? Should I apologize? Like, bro, I'm sorry I offended you, but this is the truth.
0: All right, well, let me before uh, I answer, uh, go ahead, Steph.
3: No, I think Shonda said
4: this before. I'ma use it real quick. Say what you mean, but don't say it me, right? So you can say something nice or you can say it, which is the truth, because the truth is never gonna be bad, but your delivery can be wrong, right? Of course. But at the exact same time, you can't pacify somebody in their in their struggles or their offenses. I'm not gonna keep feeding you. You're never gonna heal. Only thing you're gonna do is disrupt somebody else's life or whatever the struggle is. So that uh, offense that somebody's holding on to, which is uh, 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 an actual uh, unhealed nature, doesn't get any any. It doesn't get any reconciliation. You know, so like Vince just said in his scenario. I mean, that scenario is a little different. I just had a recent scenario that's completely different from his. It yeah, it's based on relationship, but it's. Kind of different. In the same regard, I can't make my entire life be wrapped around somebody else's because somebody else is unhealed in something. Got you. No, I I can only, I can work towards helping somebody. But you can't heal somebody. But I can't heal somebody. Somebody can only heal themselves. And eventually, I ain't got grace like God. It
0: runs out. Go ahead, Lolo.
2: But you can't help somebody. You cannot help a person that doesn't want to be helped. See, the thing is, People want every time you meet a person. I don't care who it is. Somewhere in a conversation you have with them, they will share with you the things that they have been through in their life. Right? Okay. They will say, "Oh, I, well, you know, I want. I've been through this. I've been through that. This happened to me. That happened to me." And most times you say, "Dang, I'm sorry that happened to you." But just because somebody confesses it out of their mouth, that does, that does not mean they're in a place where they want to heal. Absolutely. So you cannot help someone heal. You can't. You can want a person to heal, but you can't help them because you can't do the work. It doesn't matter how many times you tell somebody you need to, like a person that's on drugs. You can tell somebody 20 million times, you need to stop doing them drugs, look what it's doing to your body. Look what it's doing to your mind. Look what it's doing to this. Look what it's doing to that. But until they decide that they want to do be different, that's when they will change. You mm-hmm. can't have nobody do that. They have to want to do it. The,
4: the, You know, the good thing about um, healing from an offense is literally like healing from a wound. It's an outward thing. You can see. You can see when somebody's healing from something. They can talk about it. They can discuss something. They can say, you know what, this is the the past issue I've what? had with this. You I've been able to work through heal. this. Huh? So,
3: I think you can't help somebody heal, or, or per se. If somebody want to be healed but don't have the resources to go about that healing. That
4: means they want to be healed.
3: but for sure, but if they don't have the resources to, like you said about somebody who's on drugs. Oh, I'm tired of doing drugs, but I don't know where to start.
4: I mean that's like the financial aid office. Somebody wants to go to college, they just can't fund it. They go to the financial aid office, they get them funded to go to college. But me, they but, wanted to go to college. But We're meaning, talking about
0: somebody that actually wants to be. No, healed. but I
3: said meaning who got the resources to help them. Like,
0: well, you can lead a horse to water, but, but you, you can't mean.
3: make them drink. <laughs> no, no. But whoever led them to, to the water it helped them get to the water. It's it's it, it's your. Hey, I gave you everything you you need. Right, to win. but
0: but you can You could give somebody all the resources, but if they don't use them, you know, they still have to put in the work and and have to put in, 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 in the plan. Go ahead, Shonda.
1: I always tell my son, if somebody comes to you and they say that you've hurt their feelings or you've offended them, it's not your job in that moment to try to navigate through what you meant and how they should feel about what you said. Your job in that moment is just to apologize because when a person is offended, you can't penetrate that in the moment. Most offenses happen in places where you're familiar, you know, with people, whether it's in your house, at work, um, at, at church, because proximity seems to give the false impression that I know you. And so you relax everything and you start talking and you say something and now the person is offended. It creates mismanaged expectations, and now a person is offended. Familiarity breeds contempt. I learned that a long time ago. We haven't learned, even in the most basic of relationships, how to just be honest and direct from the start. You get in a relationship with a young lady, since I'm surrounded by all these men, you get Lauren's a on the horn with us. With a young lady. Okay. You start this relationship off. And I got your, your back. Thank you. <laughs> you put your best foot forward. You accept stuff that you wouldn't normally accept. You know, you you go places you wouldn't normally go. You know what I mean? You They come out in something you don't like. You accept it because I don't want to ruin this vibe. Then one day they stroll into the dancery and you decide, I'm going to say something about it. And now they are offended because of how things have gone up to this point. When if we're just honest from the beginning, a lot of offenses wouldn't happen. Lies, deceit, shame, fear, and guilt has created environments where people live in offense. And even the truth can't penetrate the fortress that they have built around themselves. We gotta stop telling people lies. We gotta start being honest with people. Say what you mean, don't say it, (laughs) mean.
2: It is loving
1: some music. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, that hit home. That hit home. Because
4: That's something right. like that. I offended somebody. Re- no, I didn't offend somebody. Somebody was unhealed in something. They were triggered. They were triggered by something I didn't say. Something I didn't say. No issues. No priors. Something I didn't say. Mm-hmm. Now I may have had some priors, but I'm saying something I didn't say was a trigger for somebody. So that means somebody is unhealed in something, and that is not my job to heal somebody in that. Right. Really, it should have been established early on, like you just said, to say, you know what, let's set some boundaries. Exactly. No boundaries existed within that that area. So it finally hit home to where, oh, this is the issue. No, 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 no. You don't want to be healed. You're trying to create a, a, a WandaVision environment, this false environment, right. a dome of perfect things to keep everything out. And that's not the way it works.
0: Well, uh, that part right there here at home for me is the making something seem like it's better than what it really is mm-hmm. to pacify the crowd. Whereas like I'm going to put this facade on for everybody else because I don't want people to – because if they knew the pain that I was really feeling and enduring, then they might look at me differently. Right. As a as, – so as except to say, I need help. Help me. Right. Help me. Help me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <just>, that Kevin <laughs> Hart. But I mean, you get what I'm saying, low? Hold on, I know you're on mute.
2: Yes. Absolutely. I absolutely. I I just think that, you know, bottom line is the responsibility is on us. And everything that Shonda been saying, all of us has had moments like, "She right. That's right. That's right. But it's absolutely true. Like, so many times we get so comfortable with just being the same way because we grew up like this. Like, me and Vince, we are brother and sister. So we grew up the same. We grew up the same in the same environment. But at different stages in our lives, we decided to... Step out of a fence. I decided to step out of a fence when I was younger. And so it's still the it's still the same root. So the same tree was planted. Right. But it grew up different.
0: Absolutely.
2: And I think that's the moral of it. We have to stop trying to put the responsibility on the person that offends us, and we have to put the responsibility on ourselves. And I think that's the biggest thing that we need to do. We have to do that because if we don't. We will continue. How many times do y'all see people and they kids? Because I know people right now that don't like people. Their parents don't like somebody, so the kids don't like them. Yep. Oh, I don't like them because of this. You'd be like, why you don't like them? You a kid.
0: And I tell I not even did
2: nothing to see you. And
0: I tell people all the time, I ain't, I ain't fighting your battle. Like if right. you don't like them, exactly. no mean I ain't got to like them. Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. When Stephen V was beefing, I was still talking to V on the phone. <laughs> Now I'm a fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta let that go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, you need to let, let, let that go, no. brother.
2: No,
3: no, no. I'm a, a Bible carrier, Christian. There's some healing
2: that needs Christian, to be done. Giddy, okay.
0: <laughs> No, I feel you low, but no, I mean, so yeah, I mean, but that part right there was a, a huge nugget because you can't be letting other people dictate to you. You know how you feel about a situation or whatnot. So, um, final question before before we wrap it up, because this has been a, a real good conversation, I think, and I think this has allowed us to be a little bit more vulnerable than we normally are, dropping some nuggets about our own personal life. But I'm gonna come back to uh, Stephen and uh, not Stephan, to Lauren and V with my question because y'all brought up like your parents and things, and we know that your mom and dad, who are both pastors and ministers their ministry is based on the things that they've gone through in their marriage. And you know, now your mom and and dad are able to share their testimony. Your mom's not offended when people ask her or bring her, bring things up in, in their marriage because they're very transparent and open about it. So let me ask you this. How has that helped you, you all even just to see it from your parents standpoint? And what they've been through and how they've healed and now they've turned it and used it as a ministry.
3: Um uh, Lord, you go well, first? Go ahead. Go ahead, you can go. Well, in my opinion, this just cause of what I've seen so much, it's still areas that I've seen that I'm still healing in. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? That's just beyond. Well, I appreciate the honesty. Deshaun just said truth. All you could do is give truth. No, it's just something I have been seen so much. Right. It's stuff that I'm kind of just, you know, got PTSD about.
0: Got you. You understand? I understand. Absolutely.
3: And, it, and, and even just dealing with stuff with them, it have carried on into my own siblings, how we react with each other. Right. It took us a while to get to the place that we in right now. Because everybody kinda of just went, went their own way. Gotcha. So it's like only by the grace of God that just our relationship with God then brought us close to the where we at right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But right. just seeing them and they walk let lets me know that when you put God first, stuff will make its way and work out for the for the good. Even if it don't work out the way you
2: want it to. It's still gonna work out.
0: Okay, got you. Go ahead, Law.
2: Uh, well, for me, I think one of the biggest things that kind of helped me and just my life and how I shaped it, even when it came to my relationships with my siblings, was getting to a point where you can actually live in your truth. And when I say living your truth, being able to say, you know, you did this and I didn't like you. Or you said this and I didn't appreciate it. And not having to, to say, well, I might, you know, I, someone might be mad. Like, I had to learn it don't matter if you mad because I'm telling you how I feel. But I'm a, I'm a talker. I have to talk things out. I have to talk it through so that I can fully understand, like, okay, well, they did this because of whatever reason, but let me let it go. So the biggest thing that I learned was living in your truth. And understanding that no one is perfect. And because none of us are perfect, we all have healing to do. Okay. And yeah. once you look at a person from that view, then you'll understand like, okay, they're healing just like I'm healing. And then they're going through stuff just like I'm going through stuff. So let me focus on my healing and let me focus and let them focus on theirs.
0: Got you. So Shonda, um, same kind of question, but just so who has been the example in your life that has helped you get to the point where you can say I've healed and I'm walking in a different path than I walked before? Who's been Well, who's or or even a role model or has it just been through prayer? Did you have to go to therapy? What what helped you in the areas where you knew you need healing?
1: It was and, absolutely having real conversation. I had to find somebody who created a safe space for me to be vulnerable because you can't heal without vulnerability and transparency. And that's not easy to come by, you know, to trust somebody with your sacred spaces. You know, trust is making what's important to me vulnerable to how somebody else feels about it. So to find a person who makes you feel comfortable enough to do that is a challenge in itself. So I was fortunate enough to have people that I could lay that war of my soul down with. And then the work began. Like, after the confession, now there's the work. Like, that's not the end of it. Right. Now you have to confront all the things that you've done because of that.
0: All right. And what about you, Steph? Um... Well, you
4: already know me and you talk a lot. Right. And that helps me out. And like Shonda just said, it's very important that uh, uh, we, you know, like somebody opens up that space for you. And I know Brock always has like that open space for me to where I can like kind of just like dump my emotions. And sometimes he doesn't always respond, but it allows me to really just open up and talk about it. Like my recent situation. Um, And I'm learning to also have that exact same empathy for somebody else that's going through it. Because sometimes I've learned within myself I like to be a talker, but not so much a great listener. And in order to help somebody get through it, you also have to be a good listener also to help somebody get through their offenses to where you can listen to something that somebody else is saying and actually interject. And sometimes you don't interject. You just listen to it, let somebody get it off their chest and then um, they can grow from it. But that, that's been one of the things that has helped me heal And me and Brock talking and going back and forth because I feel like we help each other out. Sometimes he talks to me about things, and I talk to him about things.
0: Iron and sharpening iron. There
4: you go, iron sharpens iron. So, I mean, um, that, that's another thing that I feel like we also need to do is, is uh, when somebody is offended by something, um, that's not our job to keep poking it like a sore, a wound, you can, you can be honest in the truth and say the truth, but if you've already declared the truth one time, you don't need to keep revisiting it. Absolutely. You don't need to keep going over that. If somebody is unhealed from it, you're just going to like literally be putting gas in the fire. You're always going to get a rise out of that person. So you need to check yourself if you're constantly um, um, offending or saying something because— now you are offending that person in their unhealed areas
0: because you know they're unhealed. Well, you can just here. be just as bad as the person that's manipulative. There you go. Manipulative yep. about them know not that being is healed manipulation yeah, because because
4: you, you know that they're going to get a rise out of that. You're right. controlling, you're controlling their them. Emotion. There you go. So I've I've discourse been, sore. There you go. I've been a victim of that and then I've also uh been on uh the receiving side of that. Absolutely. Me, you know what in my own struggles. So, I mean, these are areas that we all need to be perfected in. But one thing about it, I know the way God works is revelation always brings changes or brings change first. First you got to get the revelation, then you get the change. So hopefully this show is some revelation for a lot of people so they can see their areas and they can try to focus on those areas to grow. Absolutely.
0: I got one thing out. Oh, go ahead.
3: Just, just quick. I, just, I told everybody, like, I just had the conversation with my old dude. I'm 30. I'll be 32 this year. I think.
0: Yes. You don't remember?
3: Yeah. You know, i forget whatever. But my old dude, I He to hasn't every, healed from all that weed
0: smoke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I talked hey, talk to my old dude maybe a couple days ago. You know, we, we, we we talk every day and he 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 asked me a question like, bro, like who do you who do you talk to? To you know what I'm saying? And this was like a kinda another opening moment opening moment for, for me. I'm like Nigga, you. You know what i saying I'm saying? Because I just truly believe that when God is in something, no matter how, how it worked out before, when you put God in from that moment forward, stuff will start working out differently for you. And so I felt like from that point on, me and my old dude relationship grew just in that quick span like no other.
0: Absolutely. And I, I could
3: never even imagine. It's It's like a father and son, but it's like, it's more level a man-to-man. To man to well, because y'all both men. Man right, You respect y'all. me as a man. And we talk. And now, like, from before, my dude had never called me. Now he'll call me, what's up, man? I ain't talk to you. Like, you all right? Right. And even, like, my relationship with Lauren. Me and Lauren didn't have the best re- re- relationship. Even She'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Me and Lauren, <laughs> she calls me, what, Lauren? What, what do you call me, Lauren? Your favorite what? You're my favorite slime. <laughs> <It's lying. laughs> so it's just like right. once you take the power back in your own life, and like this, nothing's gonna stop me from what's important. And I believe that family is very important. This stuff begin to start working out for you. Relationship that was once broke, God will start building it back up. That's is stronger than it was when it first started. So that's that's my truth.
0: He was getting a little emotional, y'all. I, I see his eyes starting to get a little glassy over there doing that. But, um, <laughs> hey, this has been a great conversation. Um, so we're going to go ahead and close out. So we're going to start with the lady that's uh, with us remote today. Go ahead, Lolo. Well,
2: I'm going to keep it real short. Yeah, You know, I don't have anything like but I want to keep it short. <laughs> well, what I want to say is take time take intentional time every single day to focus on self-healing. And what that means is I don't care if you have to sit and talk to somebody like Chanda said. I don't care if you have to sit down and write it down. Like for me, I would write, if somebody offended me, I would write it down. If I didn't have anybody I could trust, I would write it down. And I would burn it or whatever just to get it off of me. So take intentional time every single day to self heal. And the more that you take that time to identify the things in you that needs to be removed, the more you will turn into a butterfly.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, I'm gonna switch it up. Pooh, you next.
3: Um I'm always with just you know what I'm saying, love hard. You know what I'm saying? Just shh. Stay mindful, stay prayerful, and make sure your love is genuine. You can never go wrong when your love is genuine. And it might not come back from who you're showing the love to, but God always brings you back. I think that's where we get messed up at is we think when we show love, we're supposed to come back from who we gave it to. It may not work
1: like that, but God always finds a way to Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Rabbi?
1: All right. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. You will know that you are healed. You know you're unhealed when you can't handle the truth. Offenses come, the Bible pronounces woe upon those who bring them, but we are still accountable and responsible for our own healing. We have to learn to recover quickly and get back to love because that's the only thing that can repair the breach.
0: Man, Shonda hitting with them nuggets but just dropping them quickly. Steph, um,
4: today's show was a self-dive. Um, on both aspects of uh, helping somebody else heal in that regard of you knowing that's a trigger for somebody and not poking him or, or um, exploiting something beyond expressing it in truth um, and also looking at your own self. You know, uh, when God is in your life and you allow the Holy Spirit to manifest in your life, it puts a lot of emphasis on self. What am I doing wrong? I look at myself a lot of times and I I say, even when somebody has offended me in something, I look at a way that I probably said something wrong to that person during that conversation. And I may not have been the antagonist because of the fact that the Holy Spirit is in me. And I've made a lot of decisions in my life to seek God out in those different areas. So it always comes back to me. What am I doing wrong? What can I change? How can I, how can I um, um, Respond to a situation like this um, In the future And how can I be a better man um, And so In that same regard I don't have to Icy hot somebody's wound Meaning I don't have to be somebody's Punching bag and that sounds like uh, 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 Therapy Terminology but I don't have to be So you don't have to be Also if you say something to somebody And you corrected the offense or the way that you said it that may have offended them, but they're still offended by the issue. That is not your fault. So move forward. Everybody seek healing and seek the areas that you need to grow in. Always make that prayer. And I think I said this on a later show, say that prayer and allow the Lord to reveal to you, those areas that are struggled to that you can grow and you can have that peace that God offers for free. So there
0: you go. Amen. Thank you, Steph. Um, this has been a, Great topic. I thank you all, you guys, for navigating this show with me like y'all do every week. Uh, it was good to have all of y'all. I think this is the first time we didn't had the full ship. You know, everybody was here on the SS Minnow. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to keep it um, a little short and sweet. I'm just going to say that at the end of the day, we choose, like Shonda said, we choose to be offended. But what I want us to start to do is choose to have relationship. We have to choose to have positive relationships and we have to choose to walk in truth. There is nothing that will hurt you when you walk in truth. In fact, the Bible declares that the truth will set you free. And too many of us are prisoners in non-truth. And we need to become free in real truth. And with that being said, I just want to thank you all for listening to another episode of road to damascus where it's not about the road it's about the journey and until next time we thank you and god bless